Hi, and welcome to the Thriving and Surviving podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Markson, and I'm a mum, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and most importantly, I'm someone that loves to make waves, break stigmas, and challenge beliefs. Think of this podcast as a wine and cheese night with your besties, sharing your deepest and darkest thoughts and struggles, but also learning a thing or two. So whether you're thriving or just surviving, this podcast is here to enlighten you, heighten you, and most certainly brighten you. So let's dive right in, and I'm so glad you're here. And welcome back to episode number 12. So I didn't do a any sort of life update in last week's episode because I'll be honest, I completely forgot to pop it in before I uploaded it, but it wasn't a hugely exciting week anyway, other than I did do a photo shoot with Taz down on the Gold Coast, which was so much fun. Um, so I'm really excited to get those photos back. I absolutely love getting my makeup professionally done, although it definitely makes me realize how much I I suck at makeup. So like it was a novelty. Um, and then I did some overtime at Fire, which look, I am getting a taste for the overtime paycheck. And then on the weekend just gone, went to the WBFF show, which is the last WBFF show um, for Australia. So it is doing a complete, I don't even want to say rebrand because it's completely detaching away from WBFF International and it's going to be a new federation called FMG, which is, um, what does it stand for? Fitness Muscle Glamour, I think, something like that, Um, which is interesting. So majority of the big name pros in WBFF have left and they're going over to FMG as well. Um, And interestingly enough, they did a post and it had on there that it was going to be tested, which I'm really interested to see how that unfolds because majority of the WBFF competitors are on steroids. (laughs) So I'm interested to see what that's going to look like um, if suddenly they've all moved over to a federation um, that is tested. So, I mean, I'm interested to see what happens. And I am doing this week's little recap a little bit early because this weekend coming, we're going to be going glamping at Thunderbird Park all weekend. So it'll actually be weekend just gone when this episode goes live, which is why I'm recording it now because I'm going to be probably in terrible signal and I am making a really conscious effort to try and be more present. I feel like I've gotten guilty for being on my phone even a little bit too much when I'm with mainly Callie. And it's definitely a trigger where she will start acting out to get my attention if I'm on my phone. So I'm really trying to put it away. So while I'm um, on this glamping weekend, there's probably, I don't know, maybe five to eight other families or with kids going. So it's going to be so, so much fun. Callie's going to be doing um, a ropes course. I'm really interested to see how she goes. But yes, I am going to be trying to tap out from technology for the weekend and just be present and enjoy the time with the fam. Um, 
So it should be really good. I'm really excited. I've been looking forward to this trip for a little bit now. So fingers crossed the weather is nice because it's been absolutely gross, wet, miserable weather the last couple of days. So fingers crossed it is beautiful on the weekend. And this episode is a quicker one, but I I feel like I just need to share a little bit um, of just things that I use and things that I implement to really help me get the most out of my day because anyone that is time poor or anyone with kids knows that every second counts, literally every second counts. You really want to squeeze and get everything you possibly can out of the time that you have. So these are some methods and some little tips that I use in order to achieve that. All right, so this one is going to be a quicker episode today. So I get, look, I'm, it's a flex. I'm known for the highly organized one in my friend groups, in my family, and it's probably because I'm a control freak and I micromanage, whatever. How we got here, yeah, eh, that doesn't matter. But now that we're here, I'm going to share with you the three things that make me super organized and productive. So the first one, and look, it it's gonna be you're gonna be like, yeah, obviously, but you plan. But you don't just plan any which way. So how you plan is really, really important. So one is use a method that works for you. If you're someone that's super old school that doesn't really like technology, don't don't do it on a Google Calendar because you're probably not even going to look at it and it's going to go get yourself a nice diary. And I say nice because the more you're vibing your diary, the more you're likely to use it. Write things by hand. If that's what sets your soul on fire and you enjoy doing, then please do it that way. If you're like me where technology, making it work for you, if you're here for that, Google Calendar because you can have it on your phone, you can have it on your desktop, you can set up multiple calendars. So for me, every single person in the family has a calendar. So me, Tommy, Callie, Chili, we all have a calendar. Everyone's is a different color. And then I also have a separate work calendar. So if I have appointments for, you know, the girls or if Tommy's doing things, it all gets added in against their calendar. And I mean, the girls don't have phones yet, obviously, but Tommy, he doesn't look at his calendar. But anyway, he can see everything that I put in there and everything is color coordinated. It makes sense to my brain and it's just there. So things work and doing reasonable time frames. So the trap some people get into is they have this giant, just one giant to-do list and they're like, oh my God, it's so overwhelming. And sometimes you get that paralysis where you're like, I have so many things to do today, I'm going to do the rational thing and do none of them. (laughs) So instead, I and look, I used to do that. I used to have these giant to-do lists of all of the things that I had to achieve. And I used to just every day, just go my hardest and just try and tick off as many things as I could. And then constantly have this, I guess, sense of anxiety, knowing I'm not going to achieve it all. And then somehow feeling like I failed at the end of the day because I didn't achieve this unachievable list. I don't know. So now I allocate things into timeframes. So for example, if Tommy was like, oh, can you 
go to the grocery store tomorrow, whatever it might be. I don't do that. I do delivery. Another time management tip. But anyway, hypothetically, rather than just be like, yep, go to the grocery store and add it on like a big to-do list for tomorrow, I will look at my calendar and be like, okay, well, I've allocated going to the gym from five till six and then, you know, I'm going to be coming home. I'm going to be having like a shower for half an hour uh, and then I've got a meeting at, you know, eight until 10. So I've got a gap at 11. So I'm going to schedule it in my calendar at 11 o'clock to go to the grocery store. I've put it in at a time that is achievable for me to actually complete that task in the day. And if you start doing that with every single task that you have, suddenly there's no big giant to-do list. There's just things to do spread across your weeks. And the advantage of this is if someone asks you to do something, you can look at your calendar and be like, sorry, babe, I actually can't get to the grocery store tomorrow. I'm back to back and there's nothing here that I can cancel. So you're going to have to go. It makes you, it makes it a lot easier for you to confidently set boundaries because you've got everything mapped up into time frames. So you know exactly wh- what you're doing and when. So you know if you can do something or if you can't. And that's where you're also allocating reasonable durations for the task. You don't just add in duck to the grocery store in a five minute increment because you've got to drive there. You've got to drive home. You've got time there. So you want to probably allow at least 45 minutes. If you put it in there for five minutes and then you schedule a bazillion things either side of it, it's no longer achievable for you. You are setting yourself up to fail. But if you're allocating it in there with the correct time slot, suddenly, and this is why like people look at my calendar and they're like, oh my God, that looks stressful. Opposite. It is so calming because I just breeze through my planned out day knowing that I've allocated enough time for every little thing. And it means that I can be get the most bang from the buck, bang for your bang for your buck. Yeah, that's the expression. Bang for your buck out of your day. So flowing on from this, the second thing that is going to be an absolute game changer, and this one is mainly for those of you that have businesses or work, is knowing when you perform best and where you actually spend your time. You're like, mm, I can see why. I did not achieve everything I set out to achieve today. So that is the third one is know if, you know, whatever it is on your phone, if that is a distraction from you and then coming up with ways of minimizing that distraction so that you are getting the most out of it and schedule breaks. So don't go hard all day. Obviously you need breaks. Your brain needs a chance to catch its breath. Do your social media then schedule yourself a morning tea break, schedule yourself a lunch break. Scroll your phone then if you need to while you're having lunch. And then when you go back to your task, actually show up and go back to your task. So this is my quick little how to get the most out of your day, how to be the most productive segment. Rare Collective is having some absolutely insane Black Friday sales. Go on, check it out. There is up to 80% off on the site. And then using my code snags you an extra 5% off, which is rare Amanda Jane. All one word. Check them out. The bodysuits are absolutely to die for. Now, if you have been enjoying listening to these episodes, I would absolutely 
love it. I would appreciate it. It would mean the world if you could jump on and leave a review and give a rating because it does help the podcast be more, uh, come up more in search results for more people to stumble across it. So if you could help a sister out and any episodes that you particularly enjoy, if you share on your story and tag the Thriving and Surviving Pod on Instagram, I would also hugely appreciate the support.